Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I am Jillian Landis, and I'm Marie Wallace, and we are your hosts today. Hello everybody and welcome to Braveheart Conversations. My name is Jillian Landis and I'm here today with Marie Wallace. Hello everyone. And today we're going to be talking about blame and how we give our power away. Um, a lot of this is unconscious, but I'd love to raise some consciousness around the area of blame so that you can start to pay attention when you're giving away your power and how that's not serving you. Um, so blame or really putting responsibility for a decision or a choice on somebody else um, obviously can be very disempowering. It happens a ton, especially in intimate relationships. Um, I'd like to talk about, you know, some of the areas I've even been guilty of at times where um, I can remember, especially like sobriety was a big thing for me. So I've never had an issue with substances, but I've had a huge issue with codependency. And so too. there have been times, especially early on before I was in recovery, where my thought process was, well, when he's sober or he's clean, then I can get on with my life. And because he's using, that's holding me back in all of these ways. And I was super resentful. And really, I was just blaming and putting responsibility on my partner for my own growth when really that was just an illusion. Um, I was perfectly capable of moving forward <laughs> with or without, without that person being sober. Um, but I hear this in small ways too, you know, ways that I also used to use. Um, I can't have a good diet or good nutrition if my partner's eating junk food. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we just, we blame um, everyday lifestyle behaviors. Even if I don't have a job because no one will let, no one will hire me. I mean, there's lots of situational yeah. blame as well as... Um, just on other people it's like well it's a bad season or it's uh, we we mm -hmm. do a lot of the blame yeah so even paying attention it's easy to be passive super easy to be passive um, it, it's easy to give away your power because it's it's difficult to own that responsibility um, because then you really have to face it and realize that you, you have need to, to take make action some different choices <laughs> yeah um, it's a little easier to just sit and blame when um, then I basically get to excuse myself mm -hmm. from whatever, uh, whatever the next action might be. Because sometimes those actions are scary. They're always scary. <laughs> you know, they're tough. They're tough. Even though those are the things that will light you up the most. And, and they'll, stretch you. And they'll stretch you. you. They'll activate you. You know, I feel most alive and aligned when I'm, um, doing things that, are most healthy for me. So um, it's a really basic example. So I'll use like when I'm getting up in the morning, eating well, um, working out, moving my body, those things feel really aligned for me. But those are, that's a great example for ways that we can easily um, create excuses or compromises. Mm -hmm. um, because it's an everyday kind sure. of a thing. Not even just an everyday thing. It's an every meal thing, right? Mm -hmm. So multiple times a day you're making choices. And um, I know 
not that it's good or bad or wrong or right to make those decisions. I know which ones make me feel best. Exactly. And um, so there's nothing wrong with choosing junk food. But you will either feel more aligned with that decision and activated and alive by that decision or you will feel less activated and alive. Exactly. You'll feel more numb, more stuck. So feel, feel, regardless of what decision you're Does it feel thinking good? about yeah. making, yeah, do you feel more aligned and alive or do you feel less, you know, do you feel stuck? Do you feel numb? And what that removes the guilt doesn't remove the fear because no. the fear will be there, but you just do it anyway. Yes. And it it's what makes you feel good mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Why else make the choice? But going back to what we talked about in past things, it's always a choice, nothing to feel bad about, feel guilty about. Because there are times when we go, oh, having this... I don't know, whatever this comfort food sounds so amazing. And that might be something I need psychologically. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and I, I love... There's a whole different respect for, or aspect of the food. Yeah. So just judgment in general, regardless of whatever decision it is, whether it's I want a piece of cake, you know, sometimes that is what makes you feel most aligned and and alive mm -hmm. De depriving yourself is a really icky energy it is um so deprivation is never the the goal it's not about i can't have this it's about what i'm choosing what makes me feel most aligned and alive right mm -hmm. uh, i love the question what would a woman do who loves herself and if that's my guiding question for all of my choices i tend to make much better choices what mm -hmm. would a woman do who loves herself um but i also feel like this is, it's very important not to have judgment in whatever decision we make. Maybe I sleep in this morning instead of working out, or maybe I, um, maybe I choose a relationship. This is another big one where people have a lot of shame and judgment. Mm. Maybe I choose a relationship where I'm feeling some self judgment about what I should or shouldn't do, or maybe I didn't set a boundary, or maybe I'm in work. You know, mm -hmm. that a job that I don't love. And like, so there's lots of areas that we can have shame and judgment. Um, so it's not about the shame and judgment. It's not about making yourself wrong. That's a really icky energy being mm -hmm. wrong. There's no right or wrong. Right. Um, what decision can I make? I think that's why uh, meditation and those kinds of practices work because it's bringing you in the present moment. What can I do? right now mm -hmm. with this decision and and we think that we have to do these great big changes and all along it's the little small choices yes. along the way that build our our uh, muscles yep our spiritual muscles and allow us to make better choices each time yes yes so i love that point that it really is the small lifestyle changes it's the everyday um it's, it's not the big decisions that show mm -hmm. up that we think are the really big <laughs> things. It's the really tiny decisions all day long, which on the flip side, <laughs> those little tiny compromises are mm -hmm. what can really kill us too. Exactly. So there, those we are call also, it cutting corners when people cut corners. Yeah. Yep. When you cut corners, it's that Compromise. little, you know, I call it the, uh, the whiny bitch voice in my head. <laughs> 
Um, and she is super smart. You know, she's sassy too. <laughs> she makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's very logical, mm-hmm. and I can logic my way out of just about anything. I can make those little compromises, um, or the you know the little blaming mm-hmm. things, right? Because she's she's a master at blame. Well, you know, you can do it later after so and so has you know cleaned up their act. Then, um, so yeah, I think, th- and it, eventually, it's the cost of your soul. Yeah, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I think that's the hardest thing is when I um, talk with my my people. It's it's those small choices that are are the big things that will change your life forever. It's the small decisions every day. Those little, the compromise, compromise is great in some situations, mm-hmm. but when it comes to um, choices that we're making for ourselves, a lot of times the compromise is is out of fear or, yes. or all of those lower energies like we were talking about. And, and it doesn't do us any good. It costs us our soul. Yeah, I like that you brought up that that's um, often coming from fear. And I know the the whiny bitch voice in my head, like, it's fear-based. She's totally um, wanting to make decisions out of fear, out of safety. You know, what's going to be safe and cautious and... um, and, you know, she's afraid of trauma triggers. She's afraid of what's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so she would prefer... Or afraid of not knowing what's next. Yeah. Because sometimes the fear of not knowing is greater than the animal we know. Mm-hmm. My heart, however, wants to make decisions out of inspiration. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I feel inspired to do is often what I feel most scared of doing. But um, if I follow that inspiration voice, um, yes, it takes a tremendous amount of courage. And it also takes responsibility for my choices. This mm-hmm. is key for this discussion because, you know, we're talking about blame. So, you know, making my own decisions, it requires me making or taking responsibility for my choices that nobody else, I'm not, not at the mercy of anyone else. Well, it's empowering. Yeah. Well, blame is super disempowering. Blame takes. Well, knowing I have a choice is empowering to me. If I am at the mercy of anyone else, it'll, it disempowers me Mm -hmm. to think that I can do anything about it. Yeah, and often, like, I will hear people that get, get super entrenched in what they don't have choices around. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I have a diagnosis. Maybe I have um, a child who's struggling with mm-hmm. a diagnosis or uh, an addiction or a mental illness. Or maybe I have a spouse that's struggling. Um, there's all sorts of limitations that we can see or, like, poor me, I didn't choose this. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I wish this was different. Um and if we're putting our energy there, we're really um, shutting off any any solutions. Yeah. No, now what? Yeah. But if we were, to, like, I like to remind people that there are always choices. Always. Maybe not in the areas that you want them to be, mm-hmm. but there are always choices. And so if I have, let's say, a diagnosis, let's say I have, um, let's say I have a mental illness, maybe I didn't choose that mental illness, but... I do have other choices, right? Mm-hmm. I have choices within, you know, what I'm going to do, what my next step is going to be. Uh, if I'm, How to get help. How to get help or what I'm going to do for work or where I'm going to live. Or, like, there's still choices. 
um, even within having some additional struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I found myself in a um, relationship with an addict, um, I didn't have choices around who that person was going to show up mm-hmm. to be. I didn't have any power over whether or not that person was going to pick up a drug or um, <clears throat> or a can of beer. Um, but I had choices about what I could do with my life. I had choices exactly. about um, mm-hmm. how I was going to better myself, um, what goals I was going to have in spite of whatever else was going on. So um, I think a lot of times we limit ourselves because we're so focused on whatever it is that we wish that we had choices. Mm-hmm. Our regrets. Or... I think um, going on that too, because I see it in relationships often, is they they want the other person to change. Mm-hmm. And so they'll come to events and they'll bring their <laughs> partner and then they'll go like could you just fix them (laughs) and then they leave going oh wait a minute it's all about me making choices for me and as I change and grow my partner can't help but change and grow because yes it's natural and and then then the choices become different choices and so I may choose to stay I may choose to continue to grow in my, in what feels comfortable and good for me, and I'm not worried about that other person. And I think that not only does it empower me, but it's a happier choice. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, well, who's right, who's wrong, are you happy? And then it's it's not about the other person because every time we make it at the like you were saying earlier, at the mercy of someone else, we've given away all our choice, all our power. And yeah. we feel we can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an icky feeling as well. Like, oh, I can't do anything. Yeah. It was such a light bulb moment for me when I realized I was not at the mercy of any other human being. Um, that I, I get to make my own choices, period. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that has evolved for me. You know, at the beginning, I can remember it was super scary to make really tiny decisions. Mm -hmm. And I thought I needed permission for everything. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there, um, so that has been an evolution of its own. Now, um, I don't ask permission for anything. You know, I'm my permission. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get to make much, much bigger decisions, not because the decision, decisions weren't there in the past, but because today I believe I can make them. Mm-hmm. It's all in my own perception of me and my, my choices. So that's another thing that's huge. And, and I hope that our listeners can take that away too, is often we are as trapped as we tell ourselves we are. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, is a culture change as well? Because we are taught, some of us are still living with that paradigm of, you know, do as I say, not as I do, or obey kind of situations. And it's not saying not to follow the, it's not, it's not saying any of that. It's just saying what feels right in the moment. And you're really not harming anyone making your own choices. Mm -hmm. What I do should not disempower someone else. They are choosing t- to be disempowered. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going with that, I guess. <laughs> well, whenever we choose blame, we're choosing to be disempowered. True. Um, you know, whenever we decide to shirk that, 
um, responsibility. It's, it is easier in the moment. It is absolutely easier in the moment to give that to somebody else. And then it's almost like this, like, whew, okay. No like, confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a pity party, it right? Is. Poor me. Like I, now I just have to wait. And this is a key too. blame is often associated with waiting. It's true. So when X, Y, Z happens, then I can, which is super disempowering. Um, whatever you want to do, you can do it now. You don't have to wait for anything. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, but I hear, especially a lot of women will be in this position of like, well, when my child graduates, when, sure. um, you know, when my husband reaches this milestone, when we retire, when I have these savings, like it's, it's if then, when this happens, then I can. And um, it's so disempowering. It's such a lie because there's always going to be something else. Mm -hmm. You're going to hit that retirement and then you're going to go, oh, well, but then, you know, I still have mm -hmm. to have the savings or I, I don't, maybe we can't retire now or mm -hmm. whatever the thing is. Um, but it, it always changes. It's an endless um, loop that our brain creates because we're too, we're too scared mm -hmm. of whatever that, responsibility is and the responsibility is in tandem with what we really want exactly. it's in tandem with our alignment it's what our passion and our inspiration is saying like do that um even if it's just one step that's what i you know i going back to what we started with is sometimes people think we need to do these big grandiose things to get that mm -hmm. thing that we want but what's one small step towards that goal Mm-hmm one small step and then the next day you take a different step and another day and it's it's a building of steps that lead you to That mm -hmm. thing that you so want, but sometimes it's like we talked about in previous ones They don't know what they want right and, <laughs> and I'll use this for an example too um, Working out is a really easy example for me. Oh, yeah. So I'll use this but um, so I remember when I decided I was really fatigued I was a little bit overweight, not not terrible, but I didn't feel comfortable in my body and I felt sluggish and I felt, um, I just felt tired all the time. And I, I had known from previous experiences I felt better when I moved more. So it was that small decision to get up in the morning and go to the gym. And I can remember I started out with like 15 minutes on the mm -hmm. treadmill. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I feel, my body feels tired. I'm going to call it a day. And I did that for a while until I was up to like 45 minutes a day. Um, and then I added weights. And then eventually I went to a trainer. And um, and those tiny little choices build and add up. It's the consistency. It's really the consistency the that consistency. makes all, all the difference. And although I'm using working out as an example, this is true of anything. It's this very is building true. a business. This is setting boundaries. Start tiny, 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 and then, you know, you can build, you know, you're using your voice more and more and more and something that you never thought you would have been able to say, you know, six months ago, you can say because you started with something really small. Exactly. Um, so, and then, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, I was in a competitive bodybuilding competition that didn't happen overnight I didn't just choose to go do a bodybuilding competition mm -hmm. I had no idea that I would even ever do it want right? to do that or like if that wasn't even in my spectrum of 
possibilities that that wasn't it wasn't there that, what was there was I just know I feel better moving so I'm going to get up and I'm going to go work out for 15 minutes right <laughs> that's where it started so but this is true Joe's was just driving to the gym and drinking coffee at the gym <laughs> he goes okay I, I'm getting to the gym I may not be working out so then the next step is it's so beautiful and then how I got into power lifting I was going to the gym with Joe and he bought me a weightlifting belt and it's like okay I guess I'm doing this and it had never entertained the idea the practice was already there I had already been working out and weightlifting and now that that weightlifting belt represented a possibility for something new that I had never considered if I hadn't taken those smaller steps beforehand and just wanted to do something different yes mastery doesn't happen overnight not in anything not in anything so mastery of relationships and boundaries um, mastery of self responsibility what Mm. we're talking about today you know you may have you may have a pattern of blame and that's okay um acknowledge that and now um what can you do to slowly start taking that power back? Can you catch yourself when you say, oh, I didn't do such and such because, you know. Just the, capturing the thought. Yes. That's a great just start. Just starting to acknowledge that. Just some self-awareness of, oh, I just gave my power away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's funny how the brain works because we only use like 5% of yeah, our brain. Yeah, it's like, so small. There's like 95% of our brain is just subconscious. It's just automatic. When you get in the car and you drive <laughs> to work, you hardly even remember the drive because exactly. you're just on autopilot. That's not even conscious thought anymore. Um, and that's how habits work. It's not conscious thought. Mm-hmm. You just do it. Mm-hmm. And um, so <laughs> you cannot forget what we've just shared with you today your exactly. brain can't forget it so now i'm gonna be in your thoughts mm-hmm. it's <laughs> called the reticular activating system it's stuck in your head that's that's true science it's yeah. stuck in your head now you're always going to be thinking you cannot unknow it so now you are empowered with this information so now you're going to start catching yourself when you say i can't because yes. or i yeah. didn't because and um <laughs> so you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome and we'll be watching no because <laughs> we can be accountability as well <laughs> um yeah so catch yourself be aware and then then slowly start changing your verbiage start taking that power back oh never mind um i chose not to do that mm-hmm. And language is so powerful. Yes. Just even hearing, um, so I do improv with Megan Bryant, and we do the yes and. Mm-hmm. And even, I, it's funny because when the word but comes up, I hear it now so specifically. And if you're just changing to, yes, this has happened, and this is what I'm going to do about it, it's a lot different than the but yes and and even in our conversation so just changing some of our language small things really make a huge difference so as we're looking at our thoughts and capturing them what is a new different thought that has more yeah. more energy to it that has more movement to it because mm-hmm. you can actually feel in your words if it's sticking you so even if you say the word but just like yes 
I'm going to the gym, but mm -hmm. you can even feel like how it stops you, right? Yes, I'm going to the gym and I'm going to, and you can feel it flowing yes. into what's next. And so even just being conscious of the energy of your words will really get you moving as well. Yeah, and I think that's actually a phenomenal way to wrap up today is to talk mm. about some of those wording choices that have made such a difference for me, mm. um, whether it's just in my mind or I'm actually saying mm -hmm. them. Yes and is huge. Mm -hmm. um, I find myself all the time in conversation if I disagree with something, instead of saying, but blah, 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 or I disagree, I can say and because mm -hmm. I'm then acknowledging that you're, you're acknowledging the you're other valid mm -hmm. like your perspective is valid and there may be pieces of truth in that and mm -hmm. and this is how i feel and it's not as um competitive it's exactly. more collaborative so and is great um it's win-win yeah and then i also think you know as far as blame goes and taking responsibility word choices for me really um, really pay attention when you use the words, I have to, mm -hmm. I or have to, this was should. a huge one for me. I have to do blah, blah, blah. And I would say that all the time. I have to, or I should, yeah, or I should I'm supposed lot. to, I'm oh, supposed yeah. to is a really big one. Um, well, I'm supposed to feel this way, or I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to be this, um, really, really disempowering words. Um, so word choices for me that have been so much better that light me up um is i choose i choose i'm choosing to do blah 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 and that puts me in a different space like instantly it takes away that blame because instantly, yeah if i'm saying i have to um then i'm often in kind of this victim space back of to like, the mercy of others yep yeah or a situation like I'm, I'm giving away my power. But if I use the words, I'm choosing to do this, um, instead of, I don't have the money for, Oh yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one, right? I don't have the money for that. I can say I'm choosing to prioritize my finances differently. I'm choosing to spend my money on something else. Mm -hmm. Um, way more empowering for me. I get to as another one. Yeah, I get to. Instead of I have to, I get to, I get to go to work. I get to go to the gym. I get to whatever the thing is because that's true for me. That's it reality. Is. That That's what I'm choosing because that's the lifestyle that I love, right? So my work, I love my work. Yeah, I do too. Right? I get to go to work. I get to write content. I get to meet with clients. I get to whatever, build my website. Like those things are, are things I enjoy. But the energy around saying I get to versus I have to go. Meet There's with also a, a gratitude in that. If you think about it too, even if I get to pay my bills, think about all those people that don't have that. Yeah. I get to pay a bill or I get to go to work or I get to do these things. Mm -hmm. So there's an element of gratitude in, in that choice as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I had a metaphor that came up in my head. So yeah. I'm thinking of this race car going around the thing and the flag that slows them down is the shoulds and the coulds and, and supposed tos, right? And the green flag is, and take another lap and take another. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was kind of weird, but there Very you go. Activating. <laughs> yes. Well, it is interesting. So I noticed following along that vein, um, when I am in that space of I get to and and, and um, I'm choosing 
I know that for me, I'm in such a space of activation. I want to do more. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I it's have energizing. Higher, yes, it's energizing. I'm, I have much higher energy when I'm using those words and I'm mm-hmm. in that mindset. Um, and it's interesting, the power of words, because it does give me an, an actual feeling. It will put me in a different space rather than I have to. Mm-hmm. I have to feels very heavy. Um, and it feels like a... Um, an avoidance force. too. It's force. You know, mm-hmm. I'm being forced to. No, no, you're not being forced to do anything. If you don't want to go to the job, if that's a have to, quit the fucking job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and I, I guess this is this is a space for me that's so huge today in my life, which is um, it, it's terrifying. But following your inspiration and that intuitive voice, regardless of whatever makes sense, whatever mm-hmm. is safe. Um, so I do encourage people to quit the fucking job. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have done that. I've walked that path myself and I've seen people walk that path or leave the relationship or whatever the thing is that your heart is calling you to do that you feel inspired mm-hmm. to do. It, it's usually the most terrifying thing. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're willing to follow your inspiration with abandon, no matter what the cost, mm-hmm. um, with all the fears, all mm-hmm. the you know things you don't know you don't know how they're going to work out. If you're willing to trust yourself and the universe, um, it always turns out. It always works out. It always, it always works out. And if you have this unshakable trust that um, the inspiration burning in me, the passion in me for mm-hmm. for me coaching, right? For me making an impact through coaching. Um, if I'm willing to do that at all costs, it doesn't matter. I take it all, bitch. Right. <laughs> right? Take it all. I'm I'm willing to die to be in that purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it feels so right. Yeah, and that's, you know that's the a feeling of it. You can feel it in your whole body. It feels so right. Mm-hmm. And when you make a decision from that space, yeah, it's not only the universe supports yeah. you. Yeah, and, exactly. And you get to believe that the universe is going to be there to support you no matter what. And and it's trusting no matter what mm-hmm. happens. I mean, it could be, um, yeah, I. Maybe I got zero money in the bank account (laughs) or I lose my car or whatever the thing is. Um, And still trusting the universe that whatever is happening, it's all for my benefit. So I like to use this example um, that the divine is always conspiring in my favor. Mm -hmm. So even if I you know, miss the, the flight or I sleep through my alarm clock mm-hmm. or whatever the things are that we think are like bad and wrong and it shouldn't have worked out that way. Um, leave space to trust the universe that that particular thing happened in your favor because mm-hmm. maybe that flight went down mm-hmm. or maybe the, the event that you were flying to, you know, some Something terrible happened. thing happened or you avoided a car accident or, I mean, a, a million things. Mm-hmm. We don't know what is best. We think we know. We think we know um, what we want. But very often, we don't. Like, And the universe does. Yeah. I saw this really quickly. I saw this story where a woman's husband, they'd been married like 20 years, and he just said, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And no real reason, but we've grown apart. And she ended up going to Africa 
and at this elephant orphanage and and she was a vet and she became this phenomenal person who was was not only helping um, the orphanage the elephant orphanage but all the people surrounding she ended up moving there and found who she she flourished so beautiful yeah flourished. yeah the things that we often think are the worst things in the world that could happen are often our biggest miracles mm -hmm. and so when we move through the world with that level of trust we when we're willing to fully jump into our inspiration like whatever whatever this fully intuition jump. says i'm gonna do it <laughs> um and i'm going to fully trust that whatever happens in the wake of that is exactly what's meant to happen. Mm -hmm. um, you're really, you're invincible. They're yeah. untouchable. And, um, and all of the, that particular lifestyle, that level of awakening, that level of um, consciousness and living in passion and alignment starts with all of these little tiny decisions mm -hmm. where we stop giving away our power, where we stop compromising. It's, stop blaming. It's listening. It's, you know, letting that little voice inside become alive. You know, we do so much to suppress it. We mm -hmm. do so much to say, oh, yeah, but no, you can't do that because, mm -hmm. you know, it's that whiny bitch voice, mm -hmm. right, that is there to say, um, but no, you really, you really can't. Or you're um, not enough. You really can't have, yeah. you know, a good diet, a healthy diet because, you know, you don't have enough money for that. Or, you know, that would be, that would really inconvenience your family. So <laughs> I, I, I hear that. these, right? I do too. <laughs> um, yeah. We don't have the budget. It's too expensive. Healthy food is just really expensive. Is, yeah. Um, <laughs> All of these things, it's that whiny bitch voice that's, mm -hmm. all, I can't. And the voice of inspiration is scrappy, mm -hmm. really fucking scrappy. Mm -hmm. And it says, I don't care what the cost is. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to make it happen. And I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And, um, and we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And often there's also a happiness and a joy that comes from that. Mm -hmm. It's those are the little the little miracles every day, allow you to live happy every day mm -hmm. in the big picture. Well, again, when you choose that voice of inspiration, exactly when you do that, like you are energizing yourself and it just builds and it just builds and builds and builds until you are just so full and of you life. Go, I can't believe this is my life. Yeah. And I don't know how many times I've had that thought. Is this really my life? It's Can so you pinch me? Like, <laughs> is this real? We're excited about that. Yeah. Um, but that's what happens when you um, start to reverse those compromises. Stop blaming. Take that power back. I get to, I choose to. Start with your language. That's mm. the first step. Yes. Yep. In your head and verbally. Um, start telling yourself different messages. Stop yourself in your tracks when you start to say, I can't because, um, or the buts. Yeah, know? but. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, so all of those things get to change and get to, you get to become aware of them and make those tiny little shifts. And, and I enjoy promise, those little miracles. Yeah. Your life will become one miracle after another. Um, that's been true for me and I've watched that happen so, so many times mm -hmm. in other people's lives as well. Um, well, this has been super fabulous talking about I know. blame and taking I felt back the energy. your power. Yeah. yeah. That was exciting. Uh, <laughs> We both feel energized to go take on the rest of the day now. <laughs> we are ready.
Aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you have any questions about this particular topic or another topic that you would like us to talk about. Or um, suggestions or Yeah, suggestions, challenges, questions. We would love to hear them. Um, you can reach out to me at defytheaverage at gmail.com or you can reach Marie at mariesgold.com. And um, we look forward to talking to you next week. We're here yes. every Thursday. And we just wish the best for you. Hope that you have a phenomenal week. Yes. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.